Good morning, Cleveland. This is Pastor C.A. here at Faith Memorial Church in this great city of Cleveland, Tennessee, and you are tuning in to Thinking Out Loud. This morning, I wanted to continue the conversation about the question, what shall I do with this man, Jesus, who is called the Christ? Now, I've already shared with you a little bit about how culture deals with it in an outright antagonism or a suppression of the truth and a willful ignorance. And yesterday on the program, I shared with you how religion and the visible church often deals with Christ and by establishing works-based systems of justification or salvation, they take away from the sufficiency of Christ. And in trying to perfect people, they end up violating Paul's epistle to the Galatians and having begun in the spirit, they try to make themselves perfect through the flesh. And so that's typically how you see culture and you see the visible church dealing with Christ. But what about the civic authorities or what about those in power? Or what about the government and people that you typically see in the, the limelight and in positions of popularity and power? What do they do? How do they deal with Christ? And In Luke 23, you see the soldiers, and they mock him, and they come to him and offer him vinegar. Now, in order to get the complete account of the story, you have to actually compare it and look at the harmony between the gospel accounts. But in one account, you see that Jesus actually asks for water prior to them giving him vinegar. So he asks for water, and they give him vinegar. And typically what you have happen is you see these people in positions of fame and fortune and people in positions of popularity and power, whether that be political or military power or whatever. You see all of these people throughout history, and they are coming to Christ, and they'll acknowledge Christ in some way, but they're typically offering him something that he doesn't want. I mean, this is the sin of Nadab and Abihu, who were the sons of Aaron, who went and offered strange incense before the Lord. They're like, well, we're supposed to do an offering. We don't have this. Let's just give him what we do have. And you know what? no matter what he's asked for, let's just give him what we want to give him. And they end up dying. It's the offering of Cain versus Abel all over again. Abel offered unto God meat, and Cain offered vegetables. And God said, I will want the meat, which is why my argument for why God is not a vegetarian. <laughs> anyway, but the point is, is that Abel saw that God, or had heard that God had most likely slain a sheep and took its skin and its wool and created garments for Adam and Eve. So Abel, in offering one of the herd, was following what he had heard God had done. Abel, or Cain, was offering vegetables. Well, vegetables and tilling the ground was a part of Adam's assignment as a result of the curse. And so Cain was offering something that came out of the curse and not something that had come after what God had done. So Cain was offering the curse. Abel was offering the promise. That's that's the bottom line for that story. But the point is, is that they were offering, whether it be Cain, Nadab, and Abihu, or a lot of times these people that we see in power and popularity, they're offering to God things that he don't want. They're just they're offering him 
you know, these, these extravagant things or they're twisting religion and they're offering a different form of worship than, that's when he, than that which he has required. And I, I think about this and no example is more prominent in my mind than what Hitler did when he established the national church and they had twisted Christianity and the teachings of Martin Luther to such an extent that they used the Bible to condone the persecution and slaughter of the Jewish people. Jesus, who was Jewish, his words were twisted to condone the persecution and slaughter of the Jewish people. And so what you see happen is you see people like that, not necessarily to that extent, but you see people trying to take the scriptures and fit them to their ideology. And then they end up offering to God a system of worship or religion that he hasn't requested, that he hasn't desired. This is similar to what you see happen when David tries to move the ark in the manner that the Philistines did. Instead of doing it according to the Levitical law, he decided that he was going to copy the way the Philistines had moved the ark, and it ends up resulting in the death of Uzzah. So the point is, is that regardless of how you feel or how you want to worship God, we are given strict instructions on what church and what worship and what service to God actually looks like in this book. This has been Thinking Out Loud with Pastor C.A. God bless and have a great day.